in the endless reaches of the universe there once existed a planet known as Krypton, a planet that burned like a green star in the distant heavens. One of the planet's leading scientists, sensing the approach of doom, placed his infant son in a small rocket ship and sent it hurtling in the direction of Earth just as Krypton exploded. Because of the amazing powers that this child possessed, he grew up to become what mankind knew only as Superman. Superman was believed to be the sole survivor of Krypton's destruction, but what many don't know is that two others recently made it to Earth. Lacking the superhuman abilities of their predecessors, they have taken it upon themselves to educate, entertain, and maybe even annoy humanity instead. They may not be faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, and able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. But they are... Ben and Vicky! Welcome, everybody. You're listening to The Prop Showzel. I'm your host, Ben. And this is Vicky. And I don't know if you're listening to that intro, but it's lying now. I've actually developed a superpower during the week. <laughs> I thought you meant, I don't know if you're listening to that um, intro, but it's the same as every week. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, no, no. I, I, I was thinking maybe you'd think that the whole thing about us coming from Krypton was a lie. <laughs> but no, that's true. But I can leave a single building. Not not buildings. I'm oh. working on that still. But, uh, you know, one step at a time with these things. <laughs> So we've got an amazing prop showzel for you all today. And what is a prop showzel, Ben? I think that was one of the uh, former leaders of Russia. <laughs> um, it's also the Do name you of the show. Do think Vladimir Putin's hot? <laughs> well, now that you mention it, I have been spending a copious amount of time looking at my Vladimir Putin wall scroll. <laughs> Vladimir Putin, I Google you. <laughs> if Why, you're listening, are you, are you I a, Google you. Are you a, Putin fan, or at least a fan of his abs or whatever. He's pretty hot. Like, he kind of <laughs> looks like Marlon Brando. In terms of sexy world leaders... I he's would, up there. Yeah, he's, he's better than most. I would give you that much. <laughs> there's, there's an amazing montage of... Uh, sexy world leaders? No, no, no. Oh. Well, there might be. I've not I'm seen sure that one I'm sure there is. Angela Merkel, a wink. <laughs> no, of Vladimir Putin doing amazing heroic things and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, I feel like, I'm sure you could find it in your Google searches. But, uh, it's like, it's pretty... I don't need to Google that anymore. It's my screensaver. <laughs> Everyone's seen the photo of him fishing shirtless and yeah. stuff like that. But there's a whole series of them. It's like him finding ancient artifacts that he just dragged <laughs> out of the ocean and probably like at the end of the series he's saving orphans from a burning building and stuff like that. Good, good times. <laughs> Dragging criminals back into the burning building. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what this country needs whenever there's an upcoming election. Like, quick, Julia Gillard, save some orphans. <laughs> Maybe that's where the budgie smuggler idea came from. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, he's like, Putin did so well fishing shirtless. I need to take it one step further. Uh, <laughs> Thank goodness these pants are Velcro. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, despite all this Putin talk, we should get to the actual show. <laughs> For anyone who is confused what the prop showzel is. We pro- <laughs> it's not I- Putin chat. <laughs> well, that's, there's a whole show in that. We can't just you know spend five minutes and expect to be done with Putin chat. <laughs> Nobody can. <laughs> no, we uh, we propose things. So some things that we've proposed in the past is a board game appreciation board, or not really appreciation, a board game regulation board, I guess. Never again should a man have to play Twister at work is yeah. the uh, theme of that. And today I've got a proposal about the backpack that I purchased after oh, last week's you? show. Oh, yeah. I gave Ben so much cheek about buying a backpack. Why? What was your uh, reason? I feel as if backpacks are high school. And... 
I hadn't really thought of it that way. Yeah. Until when I got home and I purchased a said backpack. Yes. I opened it to find a back to school pack <laughs> containing <laughs> containing a pencil case and some uh, rulers. Are you like, sweet, this will be awesome for work? Yeah, I can't <laughs> wait to use my new rip curl pencil case. <laughs> this will be all the rage in the tea room. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, w- one good thing, which it came, the pack came in a clear plastic folder. Yeah. And my sister was like, oh, yeah, I'll use this to put my stuff in. She didn't want to use a pencil case, but she wanted to use this, like, clear plastic. That's slip. right, because she's not in high school anymore. She doesn't need a backpack. But she put her uh, pencils and stuff in it and then zipped it up because it's like kind of like one of those snap lock bags yeah and then realized that the tab to open it had fallen off <laughs> so, she so just, her pencils are just in prison yeah, for all time they were just held hostage by this <laughs> uh, clear plastic case so your sister now can only fossilize her pens for a future time that's right but they're uh, <laughs> they're airtight in case any uh, you know world bacteria spreads destroying every gray lead in the world <laughs> we've got some preserved <laughs> so i've been trying to uh, think about where where to go from the backpack? Yeah, like what How alternatives are there? Because, well, that's the thing we've talked about in the past that I'm stuck as a child yeah, in some Yeah, I know. Aspects. I do feel as if you have fossilised much like those grey leads. <laughs> You're in the airtight bag of carrying around a backpack and that airtight bag is your high school self. But I'm not the only one. I've been observing people that's After your uh, comment last week. And that week. works in very well with the song for themes, which is creepy, stalky love songs. Yes, I was creepily stalking <laughs> everyone on the train this week. <laughs> with my eyes. Yes. <laughs> Some people call that looking. <laughs> Each to their own. But yeah, I was trying to work out what my options are. Okay. And there was a lot of businessmen types, a lot older than me, that's still rocking the backpack. So I feel that I've still got wiggle room here. There's years. There's yeah. years. But I'm not a business briefcase guy. No, I don't expect you to carry a briefcase. You're a multimedia designer. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I've got a lot of technology and stuff in my bag. I, I want to... <laughs> I want some padding. Like, You're I'm, not Iron Man, Max. <laughs> Iron Man. Oh, yeah, I've got my... Uh, my biomechanical heart that I uh, need to keep safe. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no, like just like iPods and stuff like that that I'm carrying around. I don't want my bag to... Like I've got a crumpler bag, but it's too, yeah. th- it's too thin. I feel that it's I don't not- like crumpler bags anyway. I feel as if they're sort of moving in the right direction, but that's the graduation you go to when you're like first year uni. You're like, not in high school anymore. These shoulders are free. Yeah, so I want to bypass that. And so I've been yeah. trying to examine my options here. I'm a fan of the leather satchel. Well, I've seen, I was looking actually about like who, who's the optimum person that's going to know about the primary bags that we can have in society. Okay. And there was quite a few gay guys or at least seemingly oh, yeah, appearing sure. gay guys that were rocking the leather satchel. You need a queer eye. But... I you need a queer eye for the high school guy. I don't know if I could... That's <laughs> not necessarily my look either. I don't know if I could... Have, especially after my leather jacket. Oh, if I true. Could carry leather the, on leather. Yeah, the double leather. Like, as soon as... You don't want to squeak down the street. No, I'll be like one of the freaking... Um, You'll be a couch. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking of the village people. <laughs> like, give me like three weeks and I'll be having the leather chaps as I go to work and it's just like, what up? I'm leather man now. <laughs> yeah, Nothing right. I can do about it. I've got my sweet new jacket and sweet new bag. So, oh, that's true. I forget you don't wear a suit to work. No. Which is no mean feat in itself. Ben has been, he basically has proposed something to himself and gone with it. He started off suit yeah. and then drifted as far as he could towards casual to see um, how close he could get to going in jeans and a hoodie and not getting caught. And so I'm progressively getting more casual with every day so slowly that by like 2014 I'll be in a 
thongs and shorts and they won't even notice. (laughs) (laughs) See, he's working on what I call the lobster principle. And this is what I do with a lot of things in my life. You basically heat up the water. So by the time they're cooking, they don't realise. I try this with dating and my crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, basically my thoughts are that if I can get the whole office to follow me, then eventually everyone will have converted and we won't... You so you're, know, doing a, you're the Jerry Maguire of casual clothes. Sure. <laughs> and I think I'm succeeding in one aspect because one of the girls, uh, admittedly, last casual Friday was wearing those skeleton tights. I that, like those tights. That make you look like you've... You've had a, an x-ray all yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm thinking like maybe a couple of weeks we can get that to catch on. And but we'll what's going to happen on casual Friday now? Is well, everyone just going to show up naked? No, no, no. We'll be walking around like flea from the Chili Peppers <laughs> in this one-piece skeleton costume. And if we turn out all the lights, it would be like Halloween or something. Oh, my gosh. That's a dream. That's, that's a dream That's what for we're work. going for. That's what every multimedia d- designer hopes for when they get into the industry. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I'm a visionary here. It takes time with these kind of things, but I'm slowly working on it. The only, <laughs> the only incident that I've had related to it is I had a kind of important meeting and like you know my boss and my boss's boss and stuff were there and I had my Batman t-shirt on and they were like oh I'm not so sure about Ben's choice of t-shirt but luckily I was able to excuse myself and grab a chair while they uh so I could avoid discussion. (laughs) (laughs) So did you come have you rested upon an idea? Yeah yeah my idea is basically oh my gosh my proposal is we need a backpack slash like some kind of in-between backpack to leather satchel. Okay and so a non-leather satchel which exists. <laughs> well done. Let's go to a song. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, what do you mean? Like it's something with padding, but is more more classy than a, uh, a traditional high school backpack. Okay, so... And something that doesn't come with a pencil case to make me feel like I'm 12. <laughs> so something between crumpler and leather satchel. Yeah, if anyone has any ideas, feel free to text What sort it. of underwear do you wear? Um, I uh, usually go for the boxes. Oh, you were so high school. I don't know. I've got like the Bonds... And I, I don't know, that's too snug or something. <laughs> they give your bum a hug. Uh, my bum doesn't need a hug. Why? My bum needs room to breathe. <laughs> and I think we have I've got a free range time. bum. Yes. I don't let it keep it locked up. <laughs> don't fence me in. Well, let like, me wander around your jeans. Is that, are you saying that I should be wearing the, uh, the bonds like, you know, Boxer brief? I'm yeah. a boxer brief fan, but I mean, I'm I don't have the same appendages that you do, mm. and that's a free range bum. <laughs> <laughs> My bum likes a cuddle. No, I, I wear the boxer briefs on occasion, but it's usually when I'm out of regular boxes. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just I just feel as if it's time for us to change you up. Nah, I've got time. Like, I'm going to live till probably like 100 or oh, something. Oh, jeez. Okay. Well, I, I was talking to my grandma the other day and she's 96. And okay. by talking to, I mean, I was staring at her while she stared at me on Skype. And uh, then I'm like, well, if I've got that precedent. I've got yeah. a lot of years ahead of me. So I can grow old and then eventually transition into the boxer briefs and the leather satchels and whatnot. As so like at 80, you're going to start looking nice. <laughs> You're going to be the Hugh Jackman of the um, of the shuffleboard. What do you mean? What, <laughs> what Hugh Jackman's not going to do anything till he's eighty? No, I mean like then you'll be really like attractive. Oh, and I'll be fashion. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, apparently, businessmen carrying a back is very common, but it looks stupid. It does look stupid. And, and other satchels are not just for gays. Agreed. I don't think they are either. But I don't know if I. Also, could who pull says off. gays? <laughs> this guy. <laughs> apparently. I should know. I'm corporate after all. Oh, is he a corporate gay? <laughs> <laughs> I just, anyway, such a weird collective term. Anyway, 
Um, so let's get on to our first song. It's Stephen and the Colbert's Charlene, right behind you. I love that song so much. <laughs> The good thing about that song is that it only goes for a minute and 19 seconds. I know. I thought about playing it twice. Oh, uh, okay. Like it. Or maybe at the end of the show if we've got time. I think the best bit is, I think, if you when I'm in a blimp looking down from up above you. When I look at people from a blimp, I usually... I'm usually thinking about something yeah, else. Yeah, my mind wanders. I know. But uh, Stephen, uh, he's all up in that. That's true, love. When you're looking at someone from a blimp and not thinking about your shopping list, <laughs> as I so frequently do. I know, I, you, I know you've always said that. Think, looking at them and not thinking about, oh, what is the best backpack wear for <laughs> for a professional man? <laughs> Someone has suggested a bum bag. That seems a bit like I'm on holiday or something. That's okay. Every day's a holiday. A bum bag is as good as a holiday, Ben. I don't know. I feel like... Are you anti-holiday just because you had one bad holiday? I've got someone actually gesturing from outside the studio to your sort of one-arm cross backpack. So it seems like that's one of the... Uh, options that still look quite backpacky to me yeah well you've got to slowly evolve ben you can't just start carrying the the satchel people are going to know something's going on so what's the next stage that in my evolution the one the one strap yeah the one strap backpack you can evolve to that ben we had those in high school it didn't go from amoeba to human did it but remember we didn't in we we had those in high school and they immediately all fell apart (laughs) like every single person it'll be a quick evolution yeah (laughs) That'll be one of the. That'll be the uh, the crawling out of the sludge for you. That won't last too long. Is that are you saying that was the easiest stage of evolution? The sludge crawling. I think so. Fair enough. I think you'll overshoot too. You'll go dinosaurs and overshoot oh, for sure. Okay. So be prepared to go too far and then have to dial it in. But I say bum bag. No, but I need, I need. It's a holiday for your hips. It doesn't seem like there's very much room in a bum bag. How much room do you need? Get a really big bum bag. I don't know, like, I feel like occasionally I might need to bring a piece of paper or something, like an A4 kind of folder with stuff in it, and it seems like bum bag size is, you can put your passport and wallet or something in there. <laughs> True. Um, I, I, could be, I could be carrying a backpack size bum bag, how'd that look? <laughs> like, oh, what's up, Ben? I see you've got the new pouch. <laughs> also, you work for kangaroos, why can't I do it? <laughs> your hips look amazing. Yeah, thank you. I've <laughs> really worked on them. Uh, I've got hip flexors of steel. Yeah, do you need? I've got a drink bottle in here. That's my Joey. <laughs> Sucking on my drink bottle. Stop that. <laughs> um. Anyway, do you often, you know, when you're in a group of people? Not familiar with this. No. <laughs> you're a solo backpack carrying man. Yes. If friends can't fit on your back, you don't have them. I've heard of people who go about in groups. So okay, I'll gangs. Just- did your mum warn you about gangs? That's why you don't have friends? I've been told. I don't want to accidentally start a gang by Don't congregate in groups of more than two. Yeah, three at max is uh, pushing it even. Otherwise, other gangs will think you're a gang and then you'll be forced into the life of gangship. Yeah, I've already got so many rivals that I don't need to start these uh, warfare on the street. Who's your main rival? The Crips. <laughs> Mine's Steve Jobs. Why? I don't know. I just feel like every time I have a complaint about an Apple product, if I think it, he'll get me. It's like 1984. I feel like he has thought police. When he was alive, you were probably pretty safe because he was on the other side of the planet. Yeah, but now he could be potentially yeah, everywhere. He, the spirit of Steve Jobs <laughs> could be overhearing this conversation. I know. To you now. No, seriously. Every time I'm like, oh, this. why can't I download an app that's not in the app store? Thought police. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I'm afraid of Steve Jobs. So that's not really a rival, is it? 
Because a rival is someone you feel you can stand up to, but I don't feel I can stand up to Steve Jobs. Are you saying that I can stand up to the Crips? <laughs> that is quite the compliment. I don't know. If you start congregating in more than groups of two, perhaps. Yeah, I'm not letting that happen. But where do you tend... You know when one of your friends goes to the bathroom or you both go to the bathroom? Mm. Where do you tend to wait for them? Outside. Or like unless... Like how far outside? Like buildings away? Like we are not together. <laughs> not blocking the entrance of the bathroom. Yeah. Just but in view of the entrance so you can see when they come out. See, I like to propose that we need some sort of ruling system. Like some kind of line to wait after, like a, like a roped off velvet yes. area. <laughs> like, Here's the friends of the people who yeah. pee. It's like the, um, the father chair in a shoe store. Where it's like the, hus- the husbands, you know, sit there and uh, play with their iPhones while they wait for the their wives. The fop The friends of the people who pee line. <laughs> the wow. fop line. Sure. We need a fop line. Because the other day I was in the bathroom. See, I say it's different if it's same gender versus different gender as well. Well, okay. Well, if it's same gender, where are you waiting? Well, I can get closer to the door without it being weird. But, like, you're not waiting inside the bathroom. No. Like, right next to the bathroom, main bathroom door yeah. is not as weird. Like, you can't hang around the ba- girl's bathroom door waiting for me. That's too weird. No, exactly. There's, <laughs> there's got to be, like, a little bit of a radius there. Yeah, that's right. Whereas I can sit, sort of stand right next to the girl's bathroom door and wait for another girl. Do you, though? Yeah. Would, I'd prefer to, even if I'm waiting for a guy, I'd still hang back. Really? See, I hang out. <laughs> I don't hang out there. Like, don't pretend. Bring my backpack and a picnic. It was like in, My leather satchel and a picnic. I don't know if you hung out with us in year eight but that was like our designated hangout spot for the entire year next was... to the toilet it was too yeah it was... why was that i don't know because all the uh, lockers were like right next to the toilets and so we hung up by our lockers and then by proxy hung up by the bathroom that's so true <laughs> that was, was really weird giant... looking back on it <laughs> there was this giant year eight area that we could have hung out in like there was a whole huge room for the purpose of spending time during lunchtime but we sat next to the toilet well all the other clicks had obviously designated <laughs> all the good spots so i was like well we got the bathroom locker area I enjoyed it. Sometimes my bag went on a holiday in the other bag room. What do you mean? Because my locker wasn't actually in that locker area, but we spent so much time there. I was like, bag holiday! Oh, wow. Yeah. Was it a, a bum bag? I can't remember. I think it was the school bag, which now I see a lot of homeless people carrying. Yeah, like our actual school bag. The two classes of people who used the Eltham College. College school bag uh, high school students, presumably at Eltham, Eltham College. College. I don't know. Maybe we switch it out. Or the homeless. <laughs> I would have switched mine for a, a lesser school's bag. Maybe. I felt like a bit of an uptown girl. I haven't been back to a, a school for a while. Maybe they've done some kind of exchange program. So it's like <laughs> we send all our students. The bag holiday um, has really taken on a lot of credence since I left. It's gathered speech. Yeah, so <laughs> it's you, not just another bag room. It's a whole other school your bag is going on a holiday to. You see a few homeless people on the train with a uh, often college backpack and then you see a whole bunch of school students with a bindle. Trolleys, yeah. <laughs> anyway, but I was in the bathroom the other day. See, yeah, so if you're waiting for a girl, you have to be sort of as far away as possible. You do. <laughs> but I was in the bathroom the other day and she was standing right outside the actual cubicle door for another fully grown adult. Well, was there a queue to the... Like, she wasn't waiting no, to get in. No, she was anything. waiting for that person and yeah, she was standing, like, next to their cubicle door. Yeah, that's uh, just in annoying because you're in the way. If you're waiting for a cubicle to become free, then, yeah. then you can wait inside the bathroom. But if you're just going to wait for your friend and then have people push past you, then that's just clogging up. Because these bathrooms aren't big, typically. Yeah. But uh, it wasn't so much a space issue as this is weird. Yeah. Well, like, I've seen... uh, We've talked about on the podcast at this particular bar that we've gone to. Yeah. There's the male and female toilets in one small area. Like, they're still separate toilets, but there's a waiting room almost 
just right outside and no doors on both uh. bathrooms. And so as you're waiting, you can basically see people peeing. <laughs> That's what happens. And, there was this restaurant we used to frequent But my, Hang on. My, my oh. point was wait outside the designated waiting area because it's already small enough. Yeah, exactly. You've got to... This is a case-by-case case situation, but even in that arena if you're not going to use the bathroom just get the hell out of there see that's what i mean that's why we need the designated waiting area yeah yeah i hear you. so I'm, you neither creep nor annoy i'm with you which on is, this. i know your two life plans but <laughs> <laughs> i'm with you on this proposal Good. i think i saw the pop pop yeah the pop pop <laughs> i saw at southern cross station just yesterday yeah. there was a group of people like it looked like a family basically you know how you see a family of possums and they're like clinging to the mother possum yeah they were all huddled in the corner of the girl's bathroom the possums they were people but oh okay <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't like a family of actual possums well i saw a f- wait wait oh, but- man you just talk so much today <laughs> it's the ben show what i know I seriously so there's it's like this group of it's like a family yeah that as you walk into either bathroom you can see there's like a little bit of an area that like I wasn't actually in the female bathroom yeah. but you can see into the entrance way and they've just like staked out a corner and huddled into the corner together Oh, and it wasn't like it didn't look like they were waiting for everyone they were slumped down on the ground just like in the corner of our bathroom they were trying to relive our year 8 glory well it seems like they were trying to relive the pursuit of happiness or something <laughs> like yeah that looked like fun <laughs> they wanted to see how difficult that really was yeah <laughs> Man, I'm sure it's fine to live in a <laughs> toilet let's try <laughs> it was strange what were you going to say oh it's irrelevant now oh, it's okay. going to be a short aside to what you were saying oh, but okay. I saw a creepy clump of Spitfires the other day and I still ugh. Spitfires you know like those caterpillars those black uh, caterpillars yeah, yeah. and they come in giant clumps like a king caterpillar where it's like minions are all, all rounded or oh something. it's so gross oh, but that was what I was going to liken those girls to yes, it was much <laughs> and then I really regretted that because that freaks me out the possum slash Spitfire metaphor yes. is either is appropriate oh is it do you it's one thing that like makes me gag every time I think about it I hate Spitfires really yeah, yeah you're like about to throw up right now <laughs> <laughs> But uh-huh. it's like, it's like, there's lots of weird stuff going around at Southern Cross Station lately. I don't know. Yeah? They, they should make a reality show about it or something. <laughs> I thought the guy, I think he was like runner up from Biggest Loser apparently. Yeah. Because there's a, uh, a shopping, like a supermarket there now. And they had like this sign and it's like a photo of this guy. And it's, I'm like watching the guy putting out plates of food and stuff right next to the sign. Mm. And I'm like, oh, he looks like the guy in the sign. And then I read the sign and it's like apparently one of the biggest loser runner-ups from a couple of years ago. Yeah. And it was him. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then I read like the hours that he's there. And it's like 8am to 5pm every day that week. Oh. I'm like, what the hell? He just stands <laughs> next to a sign. It's really weird. Like, I guess he's helping promote Maybe he's helping those girls in the toilet. <laughs> I've got no idea what's going on at this There's a train problem station. at Southern Cross. But People like, are living in the toilet. We need someone inspirational yeah. <laughs> to inspire them to move out of the toilet. But it's funny a runner-up on Biggest Loser. Uh, you see people That'll doing those them. guest appearances. Mm. And it's like, oh, yeah, I might be doing it in-store for two hours on this one particular night. Like, no, nah, i got like 40-hour window to see this guy. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I'm not going to hurry. Yeah, that's longer than my work hours that this guy is hanging around at the <laughs> supermarket. But you think, oh, yeah, I'm going to go on this reality show. It'll be a stepping stone to bigger things. <laughs> like, what am I going to do? Uh, you're outside the uh, Woolworths now. It'd be so weird standing next to your own sign as well. And it's like how awkward to make this guy 
just be there all the time. Like, he might as well start stocking shelves or something. Like, yeah, well, I'm I know. Here. No one's here to see me. What am I going <laughs> to do all day? Yeah, you have to, like, hope that someone comes to see you and make polite conversation for, like, three hours. Just, <laughs> like, please don't leave me. No one else is coming. And on that note, <laughs> let's play uh, Ben's song, Garbage <laughs> Number One Crush. Why is that my on song? On Runners Up. Oh, okay. You've been listening to Number One Crush by Garbage, the soundtrack to my award-winning Year 11 media film. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, it really was. What was the film about? I honestly can't remember. I was think, trying to think for the entirety of that. It won all these awards. Song. Yeah, I know, of that song, what that film was about, but I don't know. Uh, it might have been the one that was a rip-off of a Schmackos ad, but that song seems to in no way fit with that, so I doubt it. <laughs> I don't know, maybe it was like a very dark and disturbing Schmackos ad. I think it might have been. The, <laughs> the Mr. Plough of Schmackos, if you will. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I have this one song when we were all doing our media films, and you know, did you do media? No. Oh, okay. I That's did, weird. I did multimedia Since and I clashed. Up, uh, I had to pick. Really, I did both. Anyway, mm, irrelevant. No whatever. one cares. This is an off-air conversation. I propose that no one cares about what we're talking about. Motion so, carried. <laughs> let's. <laughs> you could, that's probably applicable for the majority of the show. True so. that. Oh, it's just that Build Me Up Buttercup song. I was trapped in, well, not trapped, but we had to work on our media films overnight. So I was in the studio. For you about, were trapped. You were trapped. I was trapped <laughs> for about 48 hours in yeah. this room with this one other guy who we were both making our films. Ball and chain around your leg. Attaching me to him. Yeah. But um, the end of his film was Build Me Up Buttercup. Oh, God. So I heard that song. <laughs> It's like so cheery, and then by the thousandth time that you've had to listen to it <laughs> during editing, up, build me up, build you're me like, up. No, I don't want to build you up, Buttercup. <laughs> it was just like it was just like the dun dun would start. I'm like, no, turn it off. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm like, seriously, just put it on at the end. I can't handle it because like it would be like he'd go through his entire film, and then like that would come on. <laughs> oh man, wear some headphones, dude. Seriously. Anyway, Damo, who declared his love for you last week, and is... his hatred for Pete. That's right. Hashtag Damo versus Pete. Get that trending, remember. Um, I can't listen, but I will be catching the webcast later. Shattered not to hear your sweet voice live. I'm going to assume that's written to me. He's probably done a backflip during the week and realised how much he likes me. It's so much better live, Damo. <laughs> we could have had another back and forth, but alas, at least, at least you'll catch the podcast. Uh, someone else has uh, requested pre- Creep by Radiohead. Correct. That will be played if we get to it. <laughs> at this rate, it will not be played. <laughs> and uh, I propose you guys say, play some Julian Casablancas. Again, <laughs> If we get to it, probably not. <laughs> uh, so let's get to this week's episode of something completely different, our Sin City segment. Oh, it's not your which... Year 11 media film? No. Mm, damn. <laughs> which would not carry very well in um, sound form, since you pretty much just heard it. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is not the intro to Sin City. It's a, it's very good... Uh, rendition of Nirvana. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We've decided to play the intro. The intro now begins with 30 seconds of a Nirvana song. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. And then we just randomly cut awkwardly uh, to the start of Sin City. Shall we hear it? Let's go. <laughs> what do you think of the new intro? Should we stick with it or... Catchy, yeah, I like it. <laughs> yeah. I think we should revert to the old one. If you want. Previously on Sin City. Hey, Jimmy. Hey, Cindy. Let's make new identity, skip town, and leave this life forever. Okay, I'm Jake Manley, PI. I'll be Carmen Sinclair. And I think I'm starting to get the hang of this private investigation thing. And I'm an awesome magician's assistant. I assume. 
And now, the thrilling continuation of Sin City. It was a dark and stormy night. Not unlike this one. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's 11 a.m. It's neither dark nor stormy. Not night! Come to think of it, it was a tepid, yet still moderately spooky morning. That's better. The intrepid wannabe detective and his enthusiastic yet potentially insane sidekick had just awoken from another night of restless slumber. Although they weren't normally one to be getting out of bed before midday, a terrifying event had forced them both awake. Oh my goodness, that sounds horrible. I can't imagine being woken up that early. There was an ominous sound emanating from within the house. This is the story where the intrepid boy wonder wakes up his beautiful sidekick to annoy her with ghost stories, right? Can I go back to bed now? Shh, don't interrupt my preamble. Sorry. There was a maddening <laughs> scratching sound coming from the basement, over and over, like a nail slowly scraping against the wood of the basement door. The detective's mind raced with possibilities as to what could be making that soft yet unrelating sound. He foresaw only one option ahead of him, to send his daring assistant what? down to the basement to investigate. They both paused for a moment. Well? Well, what? I don't know if you picked up on it, but my story was kind of hinting at that I need you to go down to the basement and find out what's making that sound. Oh, yes, that's subtle subtext. I did pick up on that. So, are you going to do it? Do you think I'm going to do it? Yes. (laughs) Incorrect. Why not? (laughs) You just failed the test of things I'm not going to do. (laughs) I was sleeping fine until you came along. If it's bothering so much, you so much, why don't you go check it out? I'm used to things scratching on my basement. (laughs) Come on, it's scary. Why are you being such a baby about this? Don't you have any ex-boyfriends locked up in your basement either? I'm not a baby. (laughs) Well, I thought you were a private eye in Sin City. You've been hanging out in strange places to do your job every night, but a weird sound downstairs is freaking you out? Sounds like you're being a baby to me. (sighs) If you must know, I was born a conjoined twin, and although we were separated shortly after birth, my parents kept my twin brother in the basement. I don't know if they thought he was the evil one, or it was just some messed up experiment that they were performing. But every so often, I'd hear him scratching on the inside of the walls. And this whole incident is dredging up horrifying memories of my childhood. I know none of that ever happened. You have a sister, and she was asleep in the car, and you stole the bigger bedroom. Okay, fine. I'm just scared, <laughs> all right? Will you go look into what's going on now? Fine. Carmen ever so cautiously made her way to the source of... I'm not going to do this if you narrate my every move. I'll stop. Jake was beginning to sense that for some reason Carmen was growing ever more annoyed, although the catalyst for such a reaction was escaping him. Screw this, I'm out. No, come on, I was just kidding. No, you had your chance. If you want someone to investigate this creepy sounds in the basement, give the Scooby gang a call. Those meddling kids. I would, but it's so hard to get fictitious teen crime solvers on the phone these days. Well, that's your problem, not mine, Miss Narration. Okay, then, I'm going in. But if I get mauled by a horrifying basement creature, it's on you. Yeah, I'll do Jake edged ever closer to the basement door, lingering a little before finally grasping the doorknob with his hand. He turned it slowly. Pushing the door open, stirred up a cloud of dust into his face. He coughed momentarily and then squinted into the room before him as he waited for the haze, obscuring his vision to disperse. As the dust settled, his gaze grew wider as he laid his eyes on the contents of the room. So, what is it? Oh, it looks like the house was built on an ancient area Indian burial ground. No biggie. Oh, <laughs> good one. No, but seriously, what was causing that sound? I'm being serious. It looks like it was just the spirits of long-dead Indians. Oh my goodness, you're not kidding. There's got to be dozens of burial plots here. Yep. You can go back to bed now. 
Go back to bed? I don't think I'll ever sleep again knowing this. Why are you so calm? I thought you were scared of all this stuff. I guess it's just one of those cases of whatever you imagine always being worse than the real thing. You were imagining something worse than a tribe of dead Indian spirits? What can I tell you? I guess I just got an overactive imagination. Anyway, I'm going out to the shops. Do you need anything? Wait, don't you want to do something about this? Oh, you don't want to disturb the bodies. That's, like, the worst thing you can do. So what? We're just supposed to go about our daily lives with the knowledge that at any moment we could be attacked by a bunch of undead Cherokees? I highly doubt they're Cherokee Indians around these parts. Not the part of the sentence I was getting hung up on, to be honest. I don't know. Maybe you can talk it over with them or something. I'm sure they're open to reason, and it never hurts to have a skeleton army on your sides. Anyway, shops await. See ya. I suddenly have an overwhelming desire to go to the shops. Baby. I wish I was special I'm a creep I'm a widow What the hell am I doing here? I don't belong here Wait for it I don't belong here. Yeah, you do. You belong here. It's <laughs> okay, Vicky. Everyone belongs here. Everyone belongs at the prop shows on 90.7 FM. Nice. <laughs> you know what else belongs here? What? Celebrity heads. Heads, 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 heads. And possibly a Nirvana intro for <laughs> past segments that to be believed. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a theme today. If you wanted to hear the start of Heart Shaped Box three times over, you've come to the right. Ah, track. good. Celebrity. That's <laughs> <laughs> a ruining crate. Celebrity heads. Heads, 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 heads. Yeah, we'll read that one. Can't stop now. Maybe the last chance I get, I just want to be famous. 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 Oh, never guess. You're welcome, 11.46 a.m. text. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think we ruined it. I think, if anything, when Radiohead originally did it, they were like, oh, if only we had Ben and Vicky to sing over ourselves. (laughs) And then maybe talk over their own uh, intro. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. All right, so celebrity heads. Yes. We have made very little progress over the last few weeks. <laughs> I, I think you're nearly gonna. I think you're nearly there. I'm, I'm seriously confused about who this uh, character is. I know it's a female. I know it's a fictional character. Yeah. And that has been on TV and movies and everything else. Kind of confuses the hell out of me. Eleven, Mister Eleven Forty Six said, "Ha ha 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 ha!" At Eleven Forty Seven, that's confusing me. What to call him now? Oh well. <laughs> well, I like to refer to our listeners by numbers, much like some kind of government top secret super soldier project. I do that too, but all, just in order of preference. 
Mr. 46, you're not doing well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if, uh, if he and uh, Damo want to start another fight, we can uh, <laughs> increase the rankings. I will guess, has my carrot... What does your ha-ha-ha refer to? I don't sound like a ferret laughing, says Mr. 1146. He does, he does. He does. Uh, I will guess, has my character appeared in advertising? Oh, uh, yeah, I guess so, probably, but not probably, but majorly. It's not like a major thing. <laughs> Apparently it's more of a hearty Santa laugh. I'm glad we clarified that one. <laughs> Should, should I leave you and uh, 46 to uh, do the rest of the show together? <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine how I would read this out then. Thanks for ruining creep. Ho, 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 ho. Uh, <laughs> I don't sound like a parrot laughing. It's more of a hearty Santa laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, not predominantly in... In advertising. In advertising, no. Have they appeared in video games? Ooh. Yes. Yeah. But not predominantly. But again, either. that's not the main thing. Um, is this an American creation? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Said Mr. Eleven Forty Six. You sound like the Count now from Sesame Street. Forty Six. Well, he put a J at the start, thus confusing me as to whether he was Spanish or unable to use his phone without a dialing wand. Sure, it's a silent if it, day, I assume. Well, I don't know. It's If he's Spanish, it's like, yeah, uh, 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 or, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave that up to interpretation. <laughs> he's muttly. Oh, okay. I'm so, like, lost as to what this is. Really? I yeah. thought you were getting pretty close. I uh, know. I might have to pass for the rest no of the No way, weekend. don't pass. I feel as if you're nearly there. You're so close. You're, like, one question away. I know it's a cartoon. No. It's, I mean, but, oh, it's not a cartoon. I remember that one. I did ask that. So, But it's not a live action, like, show either. Mm, not really. Like, is it is it animated in any way? Like, could I perhaps be stop motion animated or something like that? No, you're not stop motion animated. But it's not animated in, like, any form? No. Okay. So, that's your question. Yeah. What have my questions been so far? Last week, you had the amazingly insightful, am I famous for owning an animal? He said, ask if the character is usually seen as annoying. Oh, that would actually have helped you. All right, well, I'll remember <laughs> that for next week. <laughs> is my character usually seen as annoying? No. Oh. Remember, <laughs> I, I, you're not a character if that's... Uh, uh, true. Am I an annoying, generally annoying person? You've annoyed people, I will say that. Okay, so that's a yes. But, like, it's not... I'm not predominantly annoying. I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't so get I wouldn't I'm not get Vicky Smith on, on the prop shows. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> do, 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 yeah, seriously, do, and I wear do, headphones do. in my job and own a radio station, <laughs> but that's job. not what I predominantly do. You're not famous for... Wearing a headpiece or a wig or whatever. Yes, that that's was, right. <laughs> that oh, am I a man? Yeah. Okay. Um, ugh. Was I ever in a film where people's memories were erased? No. Uh. Were you thinking of, like, Guy Pearce or something? No, <laughs> I was thinking Tommy Lee Jones or Will Smith. Mm, okay. Well, it's neither of those three. All right. I can almost taste it. <laughs> I just do a live rendition. I just want to be famous. Much like Kurt Cobain and other celebrities. <laughs>
then I'm going to text in about how we ruined our own outro. <laughs> Bye. For everyone hanging out by the radio to find out why that J was there, it was an accidental J. I'm so glad we got to the bottom of that mystery. I know. He is not a Spanish man, nor was Muttley texting in. Sorry, I should read it. Oh, made my day. Accidental J. I'm a poet. <laughs> it was cause I was laughing while typing. I think after... Have a good day, guys! <laughs> Alright, uh, I'll leave Vicky to it. I think after uh, the prop shows all, Vicky should have the next hour and she can just field text from the listeners and do a show by herself. <laughs> I am underwhelmed by the calibre of today's show due to the lack of Julian Casablancas. I blame Vicky Michael. I blame Vicky Michael too. Yeah, that Vicky Michael. Damn her. Damn Vicky Michael. Holding back the career of other musicians so that her brother George may shine for another decade. Oh, sure. <laughs> no, we, uh, we've always... George Michael, not just for the 80s. That should be his slogan. Sure. If we uh, played more than like four songs a show, we might get some, <laughs> some Julian Casablancas, but we've got so much talk to it's do. It's always the last song we plan to play. Ben. Vicky. Is there not enough people doing parodies of your voice to text in your life? There's not, actually. Isn't there? No. Not even one? Not even one? <laughs> <laughs> well, seeing as the majority of that seems to go on, on this show and I'm having to participate in the show rather than text in, I can't really say that there is. I think that's my Ian McKellen, but I can't tell <laughs> until I listen to the show later to edit it. Ian McKellen, you sound <laughs> you sound a bit sick today. Are you okay? I've been with Vicky Michael. <laughs> say, say me... Uh, Trying to get her to release her hold over the music industry. Tell, tell me the that... The day I- of George is over. <laughs> Let it go, Vicky Michael. Tell me that I can't pass. You can't pass. No, you have to say it like Ian McKellen. <laughs> you shall not pass. Yeah, there we go. That's a brilliant Ian McKellen. Oh, man. <laughs> Someone also texted in, when do we find out who it is? Have you not played Celebrity Heads before? Uh, yeah, if, if you were uh, confused, you find out when we find out. Yeah, exactly. Which could be many weeks from now, up to week <laughs> eight of this. So uh, Vicky thinks I'm close. I'm still as confused as ever. <laughs> and uh, so is there not enough women in your life that can poorly imitate Ian McKellen? Is it just full of women who do it really well? To be honest, if you've ever seen my dating profile, it goes, I like long walks across the beach, um, Pisces, and chicks that do it awesome at Ian McKellen. Ooh, dislikes chicks who don't do a good Ian McKellen? That's, is, that's my number one dislike. This is not going well for me. Ooh. Could, could you remove that as a deal breaker? No, I, I thought that you did pretty good at Ian McKellen, if uh, that's what you're getting at. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I might have to retract that statement. <laughs> Uh, I'm so tired. Thank you. You <laughs> shall let pass. Possibly. <laughs> I'm going into some sort of um, Midsummer Murders extra. You're very. Oh my goodness. You're very. Call Mr. Barnaby. There's been an awful murder. <laughs> All right. <laughs> do not know where to take that one. Can you do the um, old guy from Gremlins? <laughs> I've never seen it. Is it the same? It's just an old Asian guy. I'm not good at accents. I have one go-to voice and you've heard it. Wow, that's your go-to voice. Mm. <laughs> it's usually when I'm in a relationship yeah. and they're trying to get me to do something and I'm angry. No, 
do it yourself. Does that work? No. Okay. No one's afraid of sickly Ian yeah, McKellen. Yeah, he's usually more authoritative than yeah. that. Yeah, unwell Ian McKellen does not convince many people to do things. <laughs> Marry me. Oh, that's where this one's going. <laughs> I, I can see your plan is to delude me with your madness until I uh, I don't eventually... like how you think that marriages need to be preceded by dating. You're so old-fashioned. You think that it should be preceded by weird uh, requests as an <laughs> elderly uh, actor. Yes. No, I'm not going to marry you. Okay, let's go to a song. Is this uh, a bit of sting and I'll be watching you? I don't know. Is it? No. No. See <laughs> <laughs> so, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Prop Showzel and thanks for sitting through the intro to Heart Shaped Box <laughs> four times, I believe. Um, if you want to listen to our back episodes, go to propshowzel.com or you can like us on Facebook which is uh, Facebook Tom <laughs> Facebook Tom again <laughs> facebook.com slash the prop showzel no it's just prop showzel I changed is it? it yeah ah okay facebook.com slash prop showzel yeah and uh, feel free to subscribe on iTunes and rate and review us because that helps us uh, get more listeners and then more hilarity for you guys <laughs> and uh, you can email me vicky at insaneramblings.net or ben at insaneramblings.net for me This is the story where the intrepid boy wonder wakes up his beautiful sidekick to annoy her with ghost stories, right? Can I go back to bed now? Shh, don't interrupt my preamble. I'm not sorry. (laughs) Ben wrote sorry on the script and I'm not saying that. It was the third morning that week and they couldn't ignore it anymore. (laughs) What happened to the rest of the mornings? The third morning, the sound. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. (laughs) We only had three mornings that week. (laughs) The rest of days had only existed of afternoons and evenings. (laughs) It was the third morning that week that they heard the sound and they couldn't ignore it anymore. There was a maddening scratching sound coming from the basement over and over, like a nail slowly scraping against the wood of the basement door. That's the description of scratching. Insane ramblings.